Hey folks, welcome to another episode of Dabble and Dribblin'. Before we begin, are you following us on our social media platforms? We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Dabble and Dribblin'. And we hope that you are subscribed to us wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it be Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or SoundCloud. We're at Dabble and Dribblin'. Tell us what you think. Subscribe, rate, do all those things. We would love for you to be in our DMs because we do respond. Um, mm. All right. This cast short and sweet actually uh we kind of talked in the beginning about some personal stuff on my end Mm -hmm. thank you for listening friend i appreciate that i should personal stuff too like i was sleepy yes you you were you did do that Mm -hmm. but no problem no yeah no problems Mm -hmm. um and then we dove into rihanna making some more money or being officially Rich and she wealthy. She has too much money. She's and again, adopt me, sis. I'll, it's a lot of money adopt for me. one person. Yes, um, and then we went into talking about the U.S. women's national team for soccer. Not enough money for that many people. Yeah, and they are killing it at the World, women's World Cup right now. Killing it. Yeah, thirteen they... and thirteen zip. Nasty. Yeah, they should probably have a paycheck to reflect that. Yeah, actually, I don't know. Anyway. Not equitable compared to the men's team. Yes. Who's not as good as them? Yes. Relatively, you know? Yes. Again, they scored more. I think there was a tweet that said they scored more points, more goals this one game than the U.S. men's team has all season. Burn. So, you know. Burn. Um, And in our dribbling section, which is where we talk about all things basketball, we just went in and talked mad craziness of... The game. The last game that we thought was going to be the end, but it, sh- it, it wasn't. It should not be this exciting without LeBron James. Yes, but it is. This is great. This, I'm thrilled. Entertainment. Right. And we talk about the injury that KD has. Not we hope great. that he's not. That's not a great part of the conversation, but we hope he's good. Yeah. We talk about some free agencies things um, and a, one, a very amazing player announced that he's retiring, which is, yeah. you know, sad, but part of the game, part of part of the deal. Je ne sais quoi. Yes. All, all those things. <laughs> Say less. Mm. <laughs> Say less. Um, mm. Our dope people were dope. And I don't know. I, I love this cast. It was short and sweet, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. wondrous. We're looking forward to the next couple of games and we'll uh, hopefully catch you in a little bit. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get into this. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Dribbling with Alex and Bri. Hey! Um, it is episode number 81. Sorry, Alex is very weirdly holding the mic right now. You're going to do that the whole cast? You are holding the mic the I'm, whole cast. I'm used to having that stack of Harry Potter books underneath the mic that <laughs> elevates your, it. Can I give you the Game of Thrones me? Monopoly? That'll help, yes. Um, so, we played Game of Thrones Monopoly twice in the past couple of days. Me and my friends, and... Uh, <laughs> Those are when you get the chance when you get onto uh, the chance on the chance bo- on the board. You Is play that. that. You, that's the that's theme a theme song? song. That's a theme song. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, can you press it again? Okay, great. Because you know trademarking rights. I don't want it to mm. screw us mm. over on the podcast. Mm. You're right. You're right. <laughs> mm. Good call. Um, episode number eighty one. We're excited for this cast. I think it's going to be pretty basketball heavy. We'll mm-hmm. see where it goes. Before we begin, how are you doing, bud? I am tolerably well. If we're being honest, I'm very tired from Same, yesterday. dude, because we I, were up late. I thought I was going to watch the game in the first half. Normally, I don't watch the first half. I just watch the second half. Yes. Let's be, let's, I'm just going to be honest yes. with the to listener. Be, you're going to be G-honest. 
get it. Get wow, what I did there. that was really nice. That's that was it was it's good not, job. I just want to say it wasn't originally mine. Yeah, <laughs> just that's impressive. Just uh, shout you out know to who, whoever. You know who you are, sir. You uh, you you done good. Okay. <laughs> so I I came over after eating uh, a big pot of um, tofu lo mein oh, down the street. Okay, okay, okay. I was okay. like, I can't eat anymore, and I'm ready to take a nap. So, oh, but no. I'm gonna watch the first half, and then hopefully feel good enough that I can walk away from that game feeling like I'm at peace, feeling like I know the outcome. Yeah, that didn't Whoop, happen. It did not happen, and that I stayed happen. up much too late. And this morning I and slugged you are, around. You are, you are like a, a grandpa because I slept later mm-hmm, than you did. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I've. Mm. My sleep schedule right now needs some work. Mm, mm. How are you doing? I'm okay. Um, today happens to be uh, the death anniversary of my friend Ben. It's I been know, eight ben. years. Um, I'm okay. I was talking to, like, it's it's weird. This week is a, such a strange. Like this week, every year since he's died has always been we- weird for me because one, he died. Tomorrow is my parents' wedding anniversary, which also happens mm. to be when that uh, Wrigley was born. Congrats, so, parents, and congrats, Wrigley. Yeah, 33 years of marriage, and Wrigley being seven years old. He's a, you know, he's an old person now. He's 49? He, he's considered a senior dog at seven. Um, Still got that spunk. Oh, he's a spunky little little bugger. And then usually this week is also Father's Day. So there's a lot of, like, happiness, mm-hmm. but then, like, it's shrouded in this, like, cloud of sadness, right. which is super sad. So I've had like waves, like I like, randomly just started crying in the middle of the work day oh, today. And yeah. I, and I literally was like, it's eight years, Bri, get over it. I was going to ask you how many years it's been. It's yeah, been right, eight years, right. like get over it. And, um, I was talking to my friend Rincy who, you know, herself has lost some people in her life. And she was just like, you know, the best way someone's ever told to me that the depth of the sadness never goes away. Mm-hmm. The depth of that grief doesn't go away. It's just how long you stay in that. Like there's the bigger the recovery gaps. period. There's bigger gaps in between. Like yeah. you never just like get over it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So Ben was a he died at thirty thirty one. Um, so he so the fact that I'm living longer right. than him is like right. like weird to me. Like that you you know you're supposed you were supposed mm-hmm. to live forever. Not you know like it's just he's someone I called upon a lot. He's someone. Um, yeah, he's just someone that I like love very dearly and like at a time in my life, especially in my last two years in Chicago, he was really instrumental in like getting me out of my depressive states and funk. Mm. And just when I needed advice, like I had people that I went to and he was one of those people. He was the, he was an only kid, like he was an only child. So I was his little sister. And so I remember, I I remember someone, one of his friends like asked me out on a date. I didn't realize it was a date. They're just like, oh, let's go out for drinks. And I'm like, okay. Let's do that. <laughs> and I like randomly. I'm a. I'm you know. I'm young. I'm in my let's early twenties. Go for drinks. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, I'll pencil you in. I'll yeah. see you on Friday. Well, I mean, like, and I really want to get to know you. Yeah, it's great. I'm an interesting person, so yeah, I mean, no, like, it's cool. No, Whatever. but literally, that's I want to have sex with you. I, what? Like a metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> so, so one of his friends asked me, like. I didn't realize that in the moment they asked me out um, like for drinks and I was like yeah sure I'd love to like I'm in the city during these times whatever and I like mentioned it to Ben Ben's like oh hell no and I'm that, like, that buster no, no literally he's like absolutely not I'm like you're the one telling me to put myself That's out there funny. and I'm putting myself out there <laughs> it was so funny 
he <laughs> no guy was good enough for me it was you know he was a good big brother like you know that's like i told you to get over your fear of swimming <laughs> If you had told me you were going to jump in the middle of shark-infested waters, I would say probably better somewhere else. Yeah, do a kiddie pool. You, you know, know what? Start at the kiddie pool. Yeah, it's just a little safer. Um, Absolutely and again, not. this guy is a perfectly lovely person. Um, he is now married with children and things like that. But Ben did not think that uh, he would be a good person for me. Men take a while to mature. Yeah, well, we, yeah, we, they, we, they we sure do. Um, but yeah, as much as like his loss has been... Like I've had waves, waves of like out, like almost every day this week of just like, just extreme sadness. Like I'd be walking and just start tearing up, and I'm uh-huh. like, the what the fuck? <laughs> like mm. get like, get it together, Matthew. What is wrong with you? Mm. Um, to like like moments of like joy that that turns into tears because it's like I'm you know, mm-hmm. it's all these all these little moments, and then I think I'm like, oh man, I like lost my big brother. I'm so sad about that, and then I think about like his death sparked me moving to new york mm-hmm. you know getting the jobs that i've gotten like his death like sparked a lot of things like he's the only reason why i applied to jobs outside of the state and mm-hmm. things like that you know and so i know he's such a catalyst in my life and so when i think about like i moved out here and like god gave me even more brothers like god gave me you gave me winston you know and you are just like the gift of all gifts Thank right god. <laughs> how could you get so lucky i don't i don't know who else would eat those oreos I, <laughs> between you between you Winston Jacob and Taurus I did okay when it comes to having really awesome big brothers around me um, so I am I am okay I could be better but I'm also not trying to like get out of it either I'm kind of yeah. like it's okay to kind of be in this like place of sadness because mm-hmm. um, there's nothing wrong with grieving and crying and laughing and being pissed all, like all like I feel like I've gone through all five stages of grief today. <laughs> I did it yesterday. I did it the day before that because I'm just like in anticipation of it, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just it's just a it's just a time, and I'm just like yeah. taking it in. That's really interesting to hear. And I guess on the I'm trying to put myself in your shoes because I've never been in a situation where I've lost someone so close to me. I hope you never do. Yeah, Which is, same. again, one of the things I've told you, one, one of the first things I've, I, I know. <laughs> one of the first Shoot. things I told Alex and many of our friends is like, you all don't get to die before me. Uh, uh, <laughs> I die first. You all cry your eyes out. I told you I flipped over my handlebars in Portland the other weekend. <laughs> and you I was so mad. And I was very pissed off at you. <laughs> like, this is like people's like, you're such a mom. I'm like, no, I just want people to be alive. I want people to. <laughs> that's all it's, I want. It's more for me than for them. This actually. is not about them, actually. <laughs> this is all about my sanity. I think even the other day I told someone, uh, I'm just like, promise me you will do everything in your power to be healthy and to do any everything in your power to be safe. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, I promise. What's going on? I'm like, I'm just having a lot of feelings right now, so I just need you to promise me that, okay? <laughs> Don't <laughs> no. you take risks. <laughs> Don't take I, risks. Uh, I, you know, with the nice thing is that you're, it's a, such a relationship so deep between you and Ben that you can measure life in years by that relate by that kind of mm-hmm. love and connection right mm-hmm. like it's that meaningful that years will go by and that depth will stay the same but the moments will will, will uh, shorten mm-hmm. in between or, or lengthen in between right. however you look at it yeah so I mean I mean that's a some people just let years go by while they sit on the couch and watch Netflix right but you have this marker of of, of affection and connection that 
is so resonant. Yeah. And so that's that's a, at least a positive way of. Yeah, it's I'm just grateful. Something to be grateful for, yeah. Yeah, because like growing, like we grew up together. Like we grew up in the same church and community together. So mm-hmm. I've always known him, but our relationship was like so much deeper towards the last couple years of his life. Yeah. And so, um, and those were impactful years, at least for me. Mm-hmm. I was probably just a blip on the radar, and like I remember his his wake and funeral when we were like helping cleaning the church and pl- like setting everything up, um, which is when I got the phone call. I remember I was setting his setting the church up for the wake, and I got the phone call from a school in New York saying like, "Hey, we'd like to offer you a job," and I'm like, "You motherfucker!" Because I'm like Ben. You asshole. You asshole. <laughs> you would make this about yeah. me right now. Uh. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it was just like, I remember doing that and just like with my friends just being like, and everyone's laughing, like, of course, Ben would, like, this makes sense. This completely makes sense that this would happen the way that it did. Um, but yeah, just like thinking of like, we all grew up together and the impact that he had on people's lives. It, like his wake and funeral, there were thousands of people there. Thousands. Like coming through seeing him because he had such an impact on the community, and so it's like talk like he had such an impact on me. That's something like I was probably just a blip on his radar, and I know I wasn't because of like the relationship we had. Sure, but in that moment I was just like, you have like loved and touched that many people. Like I hope that I live a life that I not to like make a thousand people sad, but just like that I've affected people positively Mm -hmm. in the way that he did. So I like think of him often. I think I want the number fifty-five somewhere tattooed on me. Wait, what? Oh, that he was, was a, ah shit. What? Go ahead. Why? No, keep talking. Because that was his number. Ah. That was his number. Why? Are you going to tattoo fifty-five? Do we on? talk about this? No. I've had that. I've been saying that for a year. <laughs> oh my god, Alex, are we going to get god matching tattoos? Damn it! No, we're not going to get matching tattoos. But it's the ah oh, shit. No, I mean look at his everyone's going to talk. <laughs> All of a sudden, we both have 55. And uh, oh, see, we told you Alex and Bri were together. Yeah. Uh, Wait, why do you want 55? Uh, real short. So. Oh, my God. I've never known this about you. I was literally sitting at my computer today looking up the numerology for 55. Oh, my God. What's numerology? I was, and I was, well, there's several things. But, sure. like, it's all, like, very heady. Mm-hmm. But either way, my reasoning stems from the... Uh, a simple truth, the 55 seems to follow me around everywhere I go. It's a number that just appears in my life constantly. Yeah. I'll give you just a, a real basic example. The other day, I was getting ready to come into work, and I looked at my... I was like, what time is it? I looked on the stove. It was 8.55. Um, I went to go get my computer. I was like, should I bring my charger with me? How much battery do I have? 55%. Holy. And then I looked up the temperature. Uh, this was like in April. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, what temperature is it? 55 degrees. And Oh, that is actually kind of spooky. I turned down the street and like there's the M55 bus. <laughs> and uh, I looked up the Blues are in the playoffs right now. They're going to game seven. Yeah. I was looking at it. I don't know any of the players on the Blues yeah, anymore. Yeah. So I looked at the uh, photograph on the screen that I was looking at. And the person's jersey was number 55. And it's just something that I see it everywhere. Yeah. It comes into my purview, and it's a number that just really resonates with me. And so the person who I think of when I think of number 55 is Jason Williams of the Sacramento Kings. Yeah. Who were number 55. And he did that one pass in that all-star game where he threw it behind his back but bounced it off his right elbow. Uh-huh. And it went at a 200... 
50 degree angle to the guy mm-hmm. at you know at his uh, yeah. seven o'clock yeah yeah or eight o'clock yeah and so he did that off his elbow so i was gonna get 55 tattooed on the back of my right elbow That'd be dope. You should definitely do that. Well, not if you're tattooing 55 on you. Yeah, but you don't have to, like, it's not going to be on the, it's not going to be on my right elbow. Like, it, I'm not going to do that. It can't be the same font. Of course not. All right. Yours has to be. We will do it at the same time so you will know for sure it's different. Or when I do it, you'll see how different no, it is. No, if we do it at the same time, that just reinforces <sighs> the idea. Oh my God. Everyone, we're not together. Can everyone relax? Jesus. Jesus Christ. 55. No, but like, have you walked into my apartment? Yeah, you see his picture well, yeah. all the time. If I follows me, it's not about him. I'm just, but I'm saying like that's why it's important <laughs> to me. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, oh, that's actually so kind of that's actually really cool. Now I'm gonna notice this anytime I'm around you if I see 55. No, I know. Yeah, because so this is my number. Like that, this is that's the your thing. Number. It's my, it's the same way some people have a patron saint. Mm-hmm. It's the thing of mystery in my life where I know it is. I feel like it's a protective force. Mm-hmm. Like there's a 55 on me, and I don't know why, mm. but I feel like as time goes on in my life, I'll start to piece it together. Interesting. That's super. Inter- I'm excited to know you when you're 55 because this is a lifelong friendship. So All right. So I've known you for six years, and um, interesting that Ben passed eight years ago. Because when I think about when I met you, I was like, oh, that was two years into your process. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, that doesn't feel like that long ago. Nope. So I can understand why every year it's still like it pretty. Yeah. I mean, I've lost other people in my life, and it's still and like there. There's like very few dates in, in the calendar year that like affects me, mm-hmm. and today is one of those dates that and like it's, and it was also one of the dates that like, I overtly showed emotion to a lot of people because mm-hmm. like I saw his dead body. I you know I. Yeah, you don't show emotion to a lot of people. Yeah, like I, that. I don't. I, I, I yelled at him. Mm-hmm. I like. I remember. I you told me. I hit his body. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, get tell the. Me. I was like, get the fuck up. This is not funny. Man. And people are like, oh, she's losing it. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> like, you, you, <laughs> I like, I like, you know, I was like going through like when it happened. When I, I remember the time that I found out. I remember, mm-hmm. like. Just all these like things that happened. I remember where I was. I remember what I was wearing. I remember rushing to the hospital, and I'm seeing all the because he died of an asthma attack into a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, again, so young to to have all those things, and um, it was one of those moments. I am like even today when when that time hit because we're in Eastern Standard Time. I'm like oh Central Standard Time. This is when that would have happened, and you know just like. You're replaying it. I'm just like, oh my god, I, I can't unlive it. You know, I've lived it and I continue to live it. There's not a day that goes by I don't think of him. There's not a day. There's not a decision I make that I wonder. There's certain people mm. I wonder, like, would they be proud of this decision? Would they, you know? Yeah. So, but yeah, then you are missed, my friend. That's nice. What's the closest thing I can relate to that? Probably when they took the Ghostbusters cartoon off the air. <sighs> That's tough. That's really, really tough. I don't have an exact date, but mm-hmm. it's a general time of year when I felt that. Mm. I was like, mm. I miss the guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted to be one of them. <laughs> <laughs> and from what I'm told, it's not a <laughs> career that one can choose. <laughs> so I'm doing this. <laughs> so you're doing the you're like I'm doing. I'm doing art and like education and the podcast. It's, it's, 
can't be a Ghostbuster. Someone told me it's not quote unquote realistic. Ugh, how dare they? <laughs> they said that about a lot of people in history, but they proved them wrong. One day. One um, day. Oh, thank well, you for listening to me rant. And yeah, so. thank you for sharing, friend. Um, anywho. I feel like we should just talk about... There's not a lot to talk about in our dabbling section because I feel like our dribbling section is loaded. Um, mm-hmm. So Rihanna, I know we talked about her last week. Last week or two weeks ago? Right. One of the weeks. I forget which one. Um, where we talk about how, you know, she'd be making money because she signed on to that huge fashion house and doing right. all these different things. Yeah. And her line came out and it freaking looks beautiful, by the way. Great. Um, Forbes, remember last week we talked about uh, Jay-Z being the first rapper billionaire? Yeah. And we were like, that's freaking dope. At that same time, which I didn't realize, it happened like after we recorded the cast, that Rihanna was named the richest, the most wealthiest musician in the world. Same. Just off of music or in general? Just in general. Same thing thing as, like, this is net worth billionaire. Like, she's not a billionaire. I think she's at 600 million. Or above six hundred million. When That's you think it? of when you think of her beauty beauty line, her lingerie line, and now her um, house, the, her fashion line. Mm-hmm. So that's beauty. So makeup, lingerie, fashion, and music. Mm. Because of all four of those things, she is the richest musician, richer than female musician, female musician. Right, right, right. So richer right, than right. Beyonce, richer than Madonna. Share, uh, Celine Dion. Like I'm just trying to think like big names that would probably make a lot of money. Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez. I was gonna say she got her hands in a lot of stuff. Yeah, but not as much as Rihanna. Hmm. And I thought that was super cool because you know I think you know we again I keep on wanting to have a Rihanna music music as soon as possible. Yeah. But you know what? I'd rather her make her money. Make your shmoney. Thank you. Go ahead, girl. Rihanna, congrats. Yeah. That's great. Uh, she makes lingerie. She does that's makeup. A, that's a Savage X Fenty. That's lingerie. Oh. That's what it's called. Savage X. Savage X Fenty. And Fenty is her line of... Th- that's anything that she does is Fenty. Okay, Anything right. outside of music is Fenty, which is her last God. name. Yes. And then Fenty... Smart. Yeah. Fenty... Just, just keep it your name. Yeah. It's your name. It's her name. It's Polo Ralph Lauren. Yeah. And... Actually, his name... What is his real name? Let me know. Is it Raphael? No, 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 no. You keep going. Um, and then her Fenty... Her, she came first came out with Fenty Beauty, which is her makeup line. Um, she did, like, the makeup sticks and... What is it? His real name? Yeah. Ralph Lifshitz. Wait, what? Ralph Lifshitz. <laughs> like, he lifts shits? Lift shits with a Z. Like, it's oh, cool. Oh, shits. Oh, shits. shits. Okay. Calm, calm, calm. S H I T Z. Yeah. Uh, I see why he changed it. I mean, just I mean, you didn't have to do that, but in a white wasp America. Yep. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, but yeah, so she had, she came out with Fenty Beauty first, which is her makeup stuff. Mm-hmm. Then Savage X Fenty, and then now the Fenty line. I mean, we would say above all of this, she had like a crap ton of music. Yeah, and collab. So I want more music. I mean, never yeah. ending. That's what that's what I'm saying. I would love some more, more Rihanna music. But you know, I'm I can't. Glad she's doing it. Yeah, and um, 
So she's considered lar- so musician in the world with a with a fortune considerably larger than those of grand grand uh, dames of pop like Madonna, Celine Dion, Beyonce. And she's only I was thir- gonna say Celine Dion. I did say Celine Dion. Oh, you did. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say earlier when we were you you mentioned that and I was like, I won't say Celine Dion. That's silly. So so she's making staggering six hundred million according to Forbes. Overtaking Madonna by thirty million, Celine Dion by one hundred and fifty million, and got money, and Beyonce by two hundred million. Whoa! Wait. So okay. Whoa. That means I'm surprised. Beyonce is making what four hundred million? I'm surprised. Celine Dion is at four fifty, or yeah, four four fifty. Yeah, no, five fifty. Well, five fifty, and then. Wait no no no! It would Madonna, be four fifty. It's four fifty for and Dion. Then Madonna, Madonna would be is five fifty. Is five seventy. Five seventy. Yeah. Wow. How? I. That's why I said Madonna first because I was like I feel like she has the most right. So I mean, now Rihanna just, overtook her. Yeah. How would you feel if someone wrote articles where they talked compared your your income and net worth to someone else's net worth? If you're in that many millions, does it matter to you? No, I don't, it doesn't matter to me now. Okay. Like I. I would hope, like, for me, if I was being compared to, like, if in, in my world of work, if mm-hmm. I was being compared to a Rihanna who's also in the same world of work, mm-hmm. and I'm doing Madonna kind of work, and she's doing Rihanna kind of work, mm-hmm. I'd be really happy for Rihanna. Because yeah. I'm not going to sit here and be like, I should be making that much money. It's like, no, she freaking worked hard. She's 31 years old. Like, do you. Unless she got, unless she, like, got to that money in a negative, like, way. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, well... We're talking about your entire net worth, so all your business assets and everything like yeah. that. They're being like, here's how much you're worth versus here's how much. So it would bother you based on what they do. So if you're someone like, uh, let's say you don't like Rihanna's music yeah. and you're Celine Dion and you think that's trash. Uh, sounds petty. Yeah, that's, I would agree. Like, I just think it sounds okay. petty. I just wanted to know. Like for me, I just, I would, I would have a problem if like, you and I are doing the same thing and mm-hmm. you're making more than me. Sure. Because you're a dude. Like, like that, that of, like yeah. Like that to me Network T V salaries. Yeah. Like that to me is is BS, right? I don't I don't need to deal with that. But if it's like, no, you're doing really well for yourself and these are the you have more hands you have more of your hands in various other pots, like that's cool. Do you? I'm into that. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Alright, cool. And yeah, the only other thing I can think about is because I did not realize this was happening. Did you know that the the World Cup, the Women's World Cup was happening? Right? I did. Okay, so I did not know that. Yeah, and I'm like, pay attention to women for once. I'm I'm actually very ashamed of myself. So <laughs> I've already beat that myself. Did you find by looking at the Google homepage? I did not look at the oh, Google okay. homepage. What did the Google homepage look like? I mean, it just looks like uh, one of their Google designs uh-huh. with green like turf, and it's got some like women abstract nice. things on it. Cool. Yeah. Well, um, the US, USA women's soccer team, uh-huh. they're pretty freaking great. Yeah, they've always been better than the men. They've always been better than men and still yeah, don't we, get paid no, no, well. No, 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 no. no. Oh, say say it. I just I, I mean, say it, let's not lose our minds here. Okay, okay, all right. Let's let's keep in mind. Your tread tread lightly, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I just said lovely things about you. It's, it's about to change. It's the game, it's the game, any game involving a ball, mm, mm, mm. You're, you're gonna you know it mm. inclines toward the male. Physique. Of course, of and course. So, uh, mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. with you know with chiseled shoulders and whatnot we can only pay men mm. that much more to do the same thing that women are doing right 
Um, but you would think, you know, because men's bodies are so inclined to do that work, that the women's bodies aren't, that they should be paid more because they're working harder. Why do... Fair. Why do... Which, by the way, is we, still horseshit, but continue. Yeah, sure. <laughs> why do we pay men more? Like, actually... I mean, besides patriarchy. Like, why... Capitalism? Yeah, but... Because uh, sex is not involved, like we pay women in the sex industry more than we would pay men in the sex industry just because of demand. Yeah. But then when women want to do something athletic, men are less interested and would rather watch other men. Yeah. I mean, like I'm subject to that. I, I watch more NBA than I do WNBA, but also it's very hard for me to watch WNBA. It's not on... TV as readily as the NBA is. Because there's not as much dollars behind exactly. it. Exactly. They make them wear uh, sponsors on the front of their jerseys. Uh, so many sponsors. Yeah. Which is why I hate sponsors. Really? It nasty. looks so ugly. It does. When you like play for the Mayo Clinic, oh, wait, no, you're the Lynx. Yeah. You're the Minnesota Lynx. Yeah, you're Got the it. Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. Lynx. Not great. Um, well, yeah, the Women's World Cup is happening, and uh, this year I have a goal. To be more involved with and aware of football around the world, I would I would join you on that venture. Yeah, I I'm, really would. I'm following that. I went into my ESPN mm-hmm. uh, profile and I re- I haven't updated in a while. I got rid of my teams uh-huh. in other leagues mm-hmm. and now I prioritize only basketball, soccer, tennis, and boxing. Nice. Those are the only four that I like I, that. I like that. I follow. Well, I don't know if you knew this, but the 28 members of the current squad filed a class action lawsuit against the U.S. Soccer Federation, alleging that the Federation imposes gender discrimination by paying the women less than the members of the men's national team. By the way, this is the same team that is now defending their World Cup championship from last time. Okay. So, right. um, which is super cool. Uh, but they just like killed thailand today apparently um like by 13 zip so, oh shit yeah they're making their case yeah they're, trying to like, they're just well, like just so you know like we're we're good you know what this is going to result in what it's going to be uh a proposal that will eventually turn into a movie where they say okay we're going to have you play the men's team and then they play the men's team, like the Billie oh, Jean King yeah, and really the, Homeboy. Yeah, like that movie that, yeah. yeah with Steve Carell and... Um, Emma Watson. Emma, Emma Tom. No, Emma the Redhead. She was in all the things. Yeah. I, I know, know what you're talking about. about, but anyway. Yeah, just like that. They're going to have to do that. And then they'll play, and then they'll beat the guys narrowly by a narrow margin, and then we'll make a movie about it, Rudy style. This is... It's all good. Trash. Anything else that's happening? Um, so did you hear there's a merger between two cell phone companies coming out? Which cell phone companies? T-Mobile and Sprint. Why? They want to combine forces better together. What? Yeah. So these two are going to merge, uh, and they are causing some rifts and they want to expand to, you know, significant considerations to companies, uh, in rural areas. Okay. Um, yeah, they're going to expand out and just try and give okay. people more coverage. And 10 states have sued to block that merger from happening. What? 
So there's a bit of a they, Do they think that it's going to be like a monopoly or something? Yeah, they think that if they raise, they think the merger will happen and they'll slightly raise prices and even a little bit of a price hike right. will hurt the competition. And, Yikes. Uh, yeah, so New York and California are two of the states who have sued. Wow. Okay. I mean, I've been thinking about leaving AT&T because so, my bill is so high. So, I, you know. Really? Yeah. Other than that. I'm with T-Mobile. I got to say, I don't mind it. Yeah. It's okay. Pretty pretty inexpensive. Reliable. Yeah. Well, yes. But I also got grandfathered in uh, because I had the, a low deal. And then they raised prices, but they kept me at the same thing. Oh, nice. I told them I was going to leave. And they're like, all right. All right, we'll keep you. At the <laughs> maybe, price maybe, you maybe that's the the finagling I have to do. Mm-hmm. All right, so I got nothing else on here, and uh, I feel like we should talk basketball because that's where it's at, folks. So we'll see you in a sec. All right, folks, it is time to do our second segment, which is our dribbling section where we talk about all things basketball, specifically NBA basketball, um, because we are in the golden season oh, of basketball seasons. Yeah. The golden part of the basketball season. Okay. Which is? I feel like you're alluding to one team in specific, like in particular. Oh, I see what you. I see what I did there unintentionally. <laughs> but I, I think you were being intentional. <laughs> no, I was. I oh, did okay. not mean to do that. Okay. I was mostly like the finals, the playoffs are my most favorite part like, of the turn season. Turncoat. <laughs> um, it is the finals. We are in the we're in the NBA finals right now. The two teams that are standing currently are the Golden State Warriors of Oakland, California, and the Toronto Raptors Mm -hmm. of Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Not all of the members of the Golden State Warriors are standing. Oh, ow. Damn. Too soon? Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. currently, the, the Warriors are down two games. No. Three games. No. They're not tied. They're down one game. Is two two? No, no, it's three two. It's three two. They're Wait, down I was, one game. Oh, sorry, yes, they're down one game. Yeah. So the Toronto Raptors are up three. Um, Golden State Warriors are at two, mm-hmm. meaning they won two games. Raptors won three games. So this last game in Toronto, Ontario, at the Raptors Stadium, I thought was going to be the last one, which was yesterday. I was like, all right, this is going to happen. It's going. This is going to be it. Mm-hmm. We weren't sure if KD was coming back, and about an hour or two before the game, mm-hmm. we found out that KD was coming back. Right. And I was skeptical of this because one of my favorite commentators, like basketball players turned commentators, Jalen Rose. Right mentioned before the game even started yo i don't think kd should play because i saw him practice and it wasn't good for anybody right and as a competitor like jalen i trust i trust jalen he also doesn't say dumb dumb crap paul pierce um and other people oh god (laughs) paul pierce needs to get fired god paul pierce (laughs) i don't want to be that that person but anyway the truth hurts (laughs) for those of you who don't know who paul pierce is former boston boston celtic said some dumb stuff (laughs) that made no sense commentary wise it's like your judgment call is poor sir he's the truth on the court (laughs) that's about it though (laughs) um so i was just like okay but kd came back and he looked okay 
But I just, I was like nervous for him because I initially, and I think I told you this off mic, mm-hmm. I thought his first injury mm-hmm. when he was playing against Portland, no, nah. not Portland, it was, whoever was, was before Portland, Houston, not, the Rockets, yeah, when they were playing against the Rockets, when he went down, I'm like, that looked like an Achilles injury. Sure, everyone thought that. And the way he walked out, every, it reminded me of Kobe, Great but guy. they kept on saying it's a calf injury, it's a calf injury, it's a calf injury. I'm like, okay. A calf injury, a calf strain that bad? Okay, I mean, who who am I? I'm not an athletic trainer. Those two trainer. things are connected, so like, maybe it's a little bit of both. both. Right, like maybe you strained your Achilles on top of your, your all calf. All of that. It may be all of those things. Um, so they finally said, so he didn't play at all for the Portland games. Um, and they, the Golden State Warriors won by marginally. Well, actually, no, they swept them. Um, yeah. But each game was pretty tight. Um, and then this series, they were they were going into this game three one. They were down three one. Mm-hmm. And so, um, people and mind you, one of the games Clay wasn't there because he had a quad injury or a strain, right? Something like that. Yeah. Um. So it was like okay. Some of their, you know, it's like Thanos's, you know, gemstones. The stones were like falling off, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so when Katie came back, I was like, well, I, I mean, that that is a lethal weapon that they have. We all know if you listen to this cast how much Alex and I don't care for Katie. Yeah. As a person. Not as sure. a, I don't as a competitor. Use, as a comp- as a as a basketball like athlete holistically i'm kind of like eh. as a person he seems super sweet um as far as like like how he is with his family and with his community and stuff he's a little petty he's a little immature Mm -hmm. i think going to the golden state warriors i think unanimously people will say that it was a punk ass move people have said that um because he was he could have beat that team and he's like i'm gonna join you you know at the end of the day Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i don't care for him like that but I never, ever, I don't care if you are Tom Brady, who I don't like at all, hmm. to Michael Jordan, LeBron James, who are like my right. like idols of, of athletes. Wow. I never wish injury on your body, mm-hmm. ever. Mm-hmm. And the way that he went down, I don't know if you've seen some of the Instagram videos of his like calf like convulsing. Um, it, and it, they think it's, a, they said when he walked out, it was a lower leg injury. Well, yeah. Which it's like, no shit. But he immediately grabbed his Achilles when he went down. Yeah, he wanted to know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? And he walked out with uh, the D-Rose 7s. That's so messed up. (laughs) One of our friends (laughs) mentioned. So KD, after the end of the game, uh, walked out with the boot on and said, oh, look, it's the D-Rose 7s. And I was like, no, he... D- mm. He signed with Nike, mm. like he wouldn't go to. And then I was like, mm. "Oh, the boot. Mm. Oh, oh, mm. oh." <laughs> Shit. Um, but uh, anyway, that that was devastating to see. Yeah, that was sad. I was, I was with Jalen the whole time, but I was holding two things in my mind. Mm-hmm. I was hearing from people, he's not ready to go, right? But then I also heard in the same breath. I'd be surprised if I didn't see him in the game. Yeah, because he's a competitor. Exactly. It, the, like that. That makes sense. It's an elimination game. Yeah. And so, if, even they, though, if, the, if Golden State was up three-one, he wouldn't have played. No. He wouldn't have. He would they were down. Have. Yeah, they were down. So it makes sense. I said it, we're gonna go home tonight if we don't put all our chips on the table, and so that means KD plays. Yep. Even though we don't think he's ready, and so KD went down with this thing, and now everyone. 
the whole arena look like not the whole arena the warriors look like somebody took the life right out of them mm-hmm. it looked like someone came through and just sucked dementors came through and sucked out their souls so i will say canada being such like a lovely country and toronto specifically being a great sports city i was surprised at some of the fans cheering when he went down mm-hmm. and you see Kyle Lowry, who is of the Toronto Raptors, being like, yo, what? Like, shut up. This is not okay. Like, no player, mm-hmm. whether you are competing w- against him or with him, right. wants that for KD. Right. Wants that for anybody. Because that, like, it comes back down to this notion. And, and Boogie mentioned this rec- in a recent interview. I can't believe I'm quoting Boogie Cousins at this point of the Golden State Warriors that he's like, yeah, it's this whole measure of, like, we're not looked as humans. Sure. Like, we are looked at as, like, these, like, pawns that can like oh you got injured it serves you right karma's a bitch like blah 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 i'm like no this is not okay like who should we sit down and now start blaming who is it the athletic trainer to blame is it the doctor is it the coach is it kd is it the the gm like who are we gonna blame okay let's start pointing fingers at everybody like this is this is not a blame game at the end of the day this this man's potential career is going to be at pause for a year right because if it's an Achilles injury that we think it is, mm-hmm. it's a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a year. Yeah. To be safe, a year. It's 240, 240 days at least. Post-surgery. Post-surgery. We probably want to do 300 plus. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually a 12-month recovery mm-hmm. is suggested. So, yeah. Doesn't mean you don't work out. Doesn't mean you don't do things. It just, you don't, you don't play. I think people conflate the personality of like a WWE star with that of other professional sports mm-hmm. where you can be an entertainer and an actor in mm-hmm. the WWE, World Wrestling Entertainment. But if it, Kevin Durant's a person, you know, yeah. these guys are actually humans. And, and they have feelings. Even if we don't agree mm-hmm. with all of their feelings, they have feelings. Right. So it was interesting to see the leadership for the Golden State Warriors come out and say like, hey... This was a collective decision. It's it's hard. It's frustrating. It's it's hard for anybody, but the players voiced their frustrations with like not knowing how the process was going. Because mm-hmm. from all accounts, the guys in the locker room were like, "KD wants to play. We think he's ready." Like the doctors are like right. bringing him along. It's it's time now, right? Come right. on. But the doctors were-, were pausing on it. Like, hang on, let's be conservative. Right. And so for me, it would make sense only if KD went out there and this happened to him and there was no, there's no suspect around it. But if you have someone like Jalen Rose, a former player, look at that and his response was not, "Mm, it could go either way. I'm not sure. He had some good moves. He had some things he struggled with. But for him to say nothing was good. Yeah. On, On all counts. Yeah. It was, there's no way... Yeah. He's coming back for this series. Yeah. Then that's a... Mm, if he can say that, how well, come doctors aren't seeing right, that? And, so, and, and I guess that's the difference between like an athlete looking at another athlete's injury and the doctor looking at an athlete's injury. I don't think so. I think if, who's if you're pay, that, I mean, Who's paying your money, maybe? Like, yeah. I think that's what it, it is, It reminded right? me of Any Given Sunday, the football movie with mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx yeah, and yeah, yeah. Cool J. Yeah. It's like... Come on, dog. Give me some psycho benzaprine and some more uh, painkillers, and I'll go out there and play. Right. And I mean, the he, guy was he, like, yeah. he, and I will say, if KD didn't play, the Raptors would have won that game. Yeah. Because sure. he cushioned them those eleven points that 11 sustained points. them for. They won by one point. Yeah. Yeah. 
And so it's like, it's one of those things where, you know, I look at KD as an athlete and as a player, he is lethal and just insanely talented. Yeah, I don't like his antics off the court and some of his like personality stuff that I'm not a fan of, but that doesn't negate who he is as a person. I I don't wish, just because I call him a snake does not mean, Mm -hmm. I don't ever doubt his love for the sport, Mm -hmm. his commitment to the sport, or his tenacity to want to like, do like insanely great for the sport you know um and i just think it's like wild to think that people are out there because at some point there was some narrative going around um in the sports world that oh the teammates are like why why the fuck isn't katie back like mm-hmm. he's walking around like why isn't like you know they were like annoyed that he wasn't back and i'm just like i just not can't. at kd but no yeah so they were like yeah. I mean, it shows, like, the way that it was playing out in the media it showed as though they were annoyed at KD, not necessarily at the team doctors and things like that. I thought it meant they were annoyed at the team doctors. It could be a mirror. I read it the my, the way that I mentioned it, but mm-hmm. I think, you know, it's going to, it can go either way, I okay. guess. But um, I don't know. I just, I wish him only yeah. the best. I mean, he is, you know, it is uh, it is a super... Super tough situation to be in. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the game overall. Like we know Katie's injury that happened early on in the in the game, mm-hmm. and then the game happened, which was essentially he was there till the second quarter. I think it was like the second quarter second that he quarter, walked yeah. out. Um, so I, from what I recall, most of the game mm-hmm. the Warriors were up. Yep, but not by like like crazy big amounts it like fluctuated between six and 11 points right that's where it was kind mm-hmm. of the whole time um and then towards the end they had some big plays some big stops the raptors mm-hmm. here and there mm-hmm. um but they also like both teams weren't exceptional no like Kawhi wasn't no Kawhi. i don't you were you i was with you watching the game and you heard me say to the tv every time Kawhi was on the perimeter mm-hmm. about to shoot i was like stop don't <laughs> quit don't shoot it stop it, <laughs> you would, stop it. <laughs> not tonight not tonight go in and so he would shoot that three and it would clank clank yeah. clank i was like Kawhi, take a hint yeah uh but stop copying the situation by mm-hmm. trying to get a shot in take a page time. from the kobe bible right but, but Later in the fourth quarter, I said, if they can just stay in this, it's the sense of urgency, right? Right. You don't have it in the third. But in the fourth, if you're within shooting distance of the, that lead, yeah, you might be able to hit some buckets when you need it most. And that's what happened. Yeah. So they took a timeout, came back, five minutes left, Kawhi just starts bang, bang, bang. Right. Bang, bang, bang. I was like, what? This guy. Uh, and then, And for a moment, I was like... Oh my God, we're going to get new Drake music. New Drake music. <laughs> Everybody was waiting on that album drop. Well, first of all, the tape. only reason why we said that was because somebody posted somewhere on an Instagram, like, are we going to get new Drake music? If the if the Raptors win, will Drake I drop an imagine? album or something? I'm sure. And so Champagne Poppy, also known as Drake, right. <laughs> sets, put some emojis up and said, say less. So people say less, say less meaning like, don't. Don't don't say, don't say more. I got you. Like that's it's a it's a I got it's it. A term. Okay, that's say less. That's say less. Say okay. less. Um, I'm trying to see if I can find it because it. I saw it and I like I was just like, uh, can somebody peep the comments? Mm. Here, here it is. 
Um, so Complex wrote it in the Raptor. If uh, the co- Complex posted on their Instagram, if the Raptors beat the Warriors tonight, Drake needs to drop some fire, the fire emoji. Yeah, sure. Um, and it was like hit link in bio, blah 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 blah. And then Champagne Poppy's response was like the celebration emoji with the face, celebration emoji, a smile with a like an AOK symbol with the fa- the fingers, and says say less. And so Sh- and Complex did the eye emoji of like oh my god this is going to happen. So mm, literally I mm, thought mm-hmm. Drake is going to, Drake's already recorded something and he's going to drop this album. There you go. And it's going to be ridiculous. That's what everyone um, was hoping for. Yeah. And then, and then freaking Kyle Lowry can make a flipping shot. He well, has one job. Well, <laughs> he has many jobs, but it's no, just, he, you know, and they asked Kawhi, you know, they were down why, by why one. He... Down by one. How come you didn't, you know, Kawhi, how come you didn't Jordan the situation? How come we didn't see another, like, clank, clank, uh, you know, buzzer beater? Right. And uh, he's like, Kawhi just said, well, there were two guys on me. I, yeah. I don't know if I could have got it off. Right. It was, it was a tough sh- shot. Right. Kawhi's so practical. <laughs> he's just like, I don't know if you guys saw the game that I was playing, but... Uh, Kawhi there gave- were two whole humans that are large. Kawhi gave himself grace. <laughs> he was like, "Well, I, it's a double team." Yeah, yeah. I felt overwhelmed. <laughs> you know, essentially, it, th- that is the most emotion we have gotten from right. Kawhi all season. <laughs> I know his reaction to that was like, in Kawhi terms, subtly sarcastic. Oh yeah, it was just like, uh, I mean, I, I know. Th- I was like, is that sarcasm? No, it was definitely sarcasm. I thought it was sarcasm. I think it was sarcasm with a hint of like sincerity. Yeah, because like, that's who he is. Yeah, he's just like I w- was double teamed. I looked like, at pictures of do? Kawhi Leonard today from San Antonio days because uh-huh. I just wanted to remember what he looked like in that jersey. Yeah, all of his facial expressions are the same, and it always looks like he's about to get like he thinks he's about to get scolded. Like I don't know if Popovich did that or that was before him, but he's now started to get a little bit more swag, if you can call it that. I don't even. I just think he just doesn't care. Like he cares about the game. Yeah, he cares about playing well. Like I don't doubt his sure energy for the game and yeah. his like he's, love he for wants the game. It. He wants it. Mm-hmm. No, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I just think he just doesn't care what people think. No, More I think so you're right. Ever. I think you're right. So it shows off as like sarcasm mixed with sincerity. It comes off as no, but it's more swagger. He has more swagger, swagger than when you look Those at his cornrows. No, Kawhi, mad yes. tight yesterday. He knew that. It looked he knew that. Good. I rode was like, up, okay. Road up, lined up. This yeah. dude had his baby hairs look so cute. Mm-hmm. You so well. You look at the images of him in San Antonio. He always has his head down, like looking up with his mouth open, like okay, what's next? Then you see him in Toronto. He looks like he's walking with uh, more intention. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just part of maturity growing up. Yeah, I mean, he's... But it, well, how old is he now? 26? 27? 26, 27. Let me... He's let's, about to come into money. about to come into some money. Shmoney. He's, uh... But I, when I watch these series with Kawhi play, and you got dudes out here talking about, is he the best player in the league? Not Kevin Durant, not LeBron James. I think this guy will definitely leave Toronto. Mm. He can go wherever he wants to after this. There's not a market that won't take Kawhi. No. 
Because he just does his job. He He's 27. Good job. He won't even mouth off. He's not going to say anything to incriminate people. He's nope. just going to be quiet and go out there and snipe. It's like, yep. what? Who, what more? If you're a... I mean, maybe a little more personality for marketability purposes. Yeah. But if he continues to play like this, you might be able to just sell tickets regardless. Yeah. So, uh, good for him. The Raptors looked great. And I really did think in that last three minutes, they had them on the ropes. They so had them. But, I thought they were going to win. But my dude... Clay Thompson, my dude, net, 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 neutrality. And this dude, uh, this uh, Steph, Steph Curry, (laughs) Steph Curry, also came up with thirty-one. in that game, right? And KD's eleven made a difference. No, if KD wasn't playing, the Raptors would have won for sure. So ultimately, um, I saw the heart in the Warriors last night. Yeah, they will take it back to Golden State. I think Golden State. Will probably win in Golden State because they lost both in gold at both games at home, yeah. at home and to this the will be the last game at Oracle. In, at Oracle they, forever. They cannot lose this. They cannot lose it. They won't lose this. Did I not say they were going into seven? Yes. Game seven in Toronto. Uh, I'm not gonna lie. This is the most excited I've been about a finals in a while. Well, who did they play last year? Are you serious? The Cavs. Yeah. Was it that JR situation? J- JR? Was it the JR? Yes, thing? that's a JR situation. It feels like five years ago. Yeah, no, that was definitely last year. I sat right there on that couch. <laughs> and and, the, uh, and uh, I was like, this, did this just happen? Motherfucker, what did you just do? <laughs> Dude, I feel like everybody was like, what is he doing? <laughs> you just tilted the balance. And people, uh, people will point back to moments that were like, uh... What do you call them? Paradigm shifts? Mm-hmm. And that the was NBA? one of them. That was one of them. Yeah, that was one of them. Like when JR you, didn't you know changed what the, NBA. the score was, you changed the landscape forever. Yeah, no, you changed that decision or indecision mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that he made that changed basketball. You made the king react. We yeah. have never seen a reaction Not like that. Not like that. And then yeah. to be on the bench, I knew, I knew what the score was. I, I totally knew what the score was. I just... Didn't know what the score We didn't was. have any timeouts left. Yes, we... D- oh, God. Oh, <laughs> Sir, God. Stop. Please stop digging your hole. He, You're digging your grave right now. Stop you, it. You know, stop it. It probably looked like someone shot him. <laughs> I... At that moment where they took on LeBron James, or where they took on uh, Smith to mm-hmm. that team, and he took on Shumpert, and LeBron was like, yeah, I got my squad. I was thinking... I don't know, man. Sure? <laughs> that is a that is a scrappy bunch you got there, bud. <laughs> Interesting, but so now here we are a year later, and who would have thought with him moving to Los Angeles mm-hmm. that the balance of power, which Musai Ujiri, mm-hmm. hats off, you pulled off, you gambled on. Actually, it wasn't too big of a gamble. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to pay Demar Derozan as much money. Yeah. Uh, for this year when he's going to be a free agent. Yeah. So they said, I'm going to get rid of you anyway. And let's take a gamble on Kawhi then. I got mm-hmm. nothing to lose. And Marcus All, you got rid of... Um, Marcus All was a... That was a crazy good pick. As mm-hmm. well as the Spurs, um, Danny Green. Valanchunas was a good center for them for a number of years. But Musai said, I got no loyalties here. Right. I'm going to take Marcus All. I'm going to take Danny Green. I'm going to take... Uh, Kawhi Leonard, and he made them not just a playoff team. You were up 3-1 on the Golden State Warriors. Right, and to think, you have a Kawhi 
and a Danny Green who've been in the situation before. That was super helpful. That Pop was right, man. That is Pop was right. What 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 was Pop right about? Pop was right. I can't trade him to the West. Fuck anybody who wants me to trade him to the West. Because I'm Kawhi. just shooting, yeah, I'm yeah. shooting myself in the foot. Yeah, I will trade him to the east, but I want to be careful about how I do it. And right. He, he, I'm sure Popovich is sitting back, happy for Kawhi, and also thinking, see what I'm talking about? This is why I, I was dealing with uh, uranium here. Yeah. Like I had a nuclear weapon on this team. Right. A weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. And wherever he goes, mm-hmm. like. Hell will follow with him. Yeah. Like teams will pay. For yeah. take, so that's why when he wanted to go, where did he want to go? L.A.? I thought it was L.A. Because that's where he yeah. grew up. No. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was L.A. Yeah. I think he wanted the Lakers, uh, not the Clippers at the time. Yeah. And this was pre-LeBron. Yes. So uh, can you imagine, take LeBron out of the equation nope. and just think about that Lakers team with nope. Kawhi? Nope, nope. I think... They would have definitely made the playoffs. Based on, actually, that's if he was healthy. Because they would have made the playoffs if LeBron was healthy. Yeah, well, assuming, well, that's true. Like, LeBron wasn't healthy for a good chunk of the season for the first time in his career. Yeah, and there's no way the Lakers could have climbed the ladder Mm -hmm. all the way to, like, be up on the Golden State Warriors like this. They would have been maybe, like, seventh or eighth seed. Well, with LeBron, we thought they were going to be two seed. Before he went down with the injury. Everybody thought that. I didn't. Stephen A. thought that. Stephen A. crazy. Stephen he A. Smith? He, no. Okay. No. Well, well, the basketball gods seem to point that way. Right. And I saw it and said, like, I mean, they're both. Five they could seed, be, six, I, four yeah, seed. I thought it would be anywhere in the middle or down. Okay. Yeah, for a LeBron team, though, I feel LeBron like. LeBron team with what he was playing with. Well, I know. Sure, well, that's but what, we just talked about J.R. Smith. I don't know. We, he's played with, but J.R. Smith isn't a, a rook or like a, a, a kid that's two years or three years in the season. Yeah, but I would rather take like, Which is the case for most of the... I would take Kuzma before I would take like most of the guys who are on that Cavs team. Oh, I don't, I don't disagree with you. Lonzo, though? Eh. Ugh, Did you a, hear that he might be going to your... Yeah, uh, I heard about that. I was just going to say, I heard he's potentially coming to Shrine City. Uh, the city's going to get a little more windy if uh, LeVar goes in there. With all the gas he blows all over the place. Um, yeah, I don't... I mean, I think Game 7 would be super dope and super cool. But I also just want to end this because I feel really nervous. bad and nervous. Yeah. I feel nervous. I'm, I uh, don't... I think Golden State is such a... Um, sensitive beast like once you poke it it's a giant don't poke the giant yeah it's so Thanos. if you're up 3-1 you, yeah. you gotta cut the head of snake off yeah uh, and whatever other metaphor you want to use like yeah. they're dangerous so if you now let them come back 3-2 and you're going back to Oracle you gotta you gotta you, you gotta make it hard for them you gotta get it, get them to be you either gotta you either your option is win it Nick Nurse and that's it Nick Nurse, you better figure it out, man. Yeah. You're going into the lion's den. Because even if you go and play your freaking best and get them as tired as possible, but they still win by one point. They're at home, man. They're at home. You look at Clay and Steph when they're at home. 
They're excited. Like, right, they're but they still play. beat them at home twice. I know. I just don't see it Dr- happening three times. Can you imagine? Three you know straight times. Nick said, mm. Nick Nick Nurse said, let's, let's try to steal one from them. And Kawhi said, fuck that. We're taking both. He didn't say. No, he did. That's like literally. There's Wait, what Nick, did he Nick say? Nurse uh-huh. was like, well, yeah. When I was talking to the team, I was just like, we just got to take one from them. And when we go to Golden State, yeah, they took one from us. We're gonna take one from them. And then when Kawhi and Kawhi's like, fuck that. No, we're taking two. Did he say fuck that? Yes, it was expletive. This is like Bleacher Report, ESPN. Really? Yes, it was expletive that we're gonna take two. Sure, he didn't mumble that. Hey, he probably did mumble you that. Know what? Who knows? Fuck that. We're gonna take two. Kawhi, you little dog. Man. Yeah, I'm not mad. Literally, he said dog. that, and I was just like, "Yeah, no, that's that's mad hot. Like, that's cool. Yeah, that's he's, cool. He's got that swagger about him right now. He, he has a different confidence, right? It's yeah. a different confidence that I mean, he was in the shadow, not like complete shadow, but the, the shadow of a dynasty in the Spurs. When you think of Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, all you know, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Oh my god, Manny. Ginobili. Mm-hmm. Um, so all these people. So like, I could see him being like, I'm my own person now, and not saying that he wasn't the franchise player, like towards the end, mm-hmm. but like it wasn't what he wanted, maybe. And and you know, basketball as as much as they're humans, they are humans that have egos, and so as much as we know that he is a very gentle spirit in a lot of ways, in his, he's not very eccentric in that. You know, like mm-hmm. he's not showy. He's, I think it's he, he yeah. I think he like still drove like his Tahoe from like sure. high school when mm-hmm. he was in college and, and mm-hmm. his first couple of years in, in San Antonio and people are like you could get like a nice new car because you know you make a lot of money <laughs> smart financial planning yeah I wanna, I'm just trying to do again he's a guy that goes home to his he has a girlfriend and a kid I believe mm-hmm. and I, I wonder if they even know that he plays basketball <laughs> That's like oh he's he's just going to work he's just traveling Gets a lot his lunch pail yeah puts on his overalls yeah exactly he's just in. he's just doing his thing he got his cornrows done for this game because you know Kawhi doesn't get his cornrows done on and I promise you often. it is the same auntie that's been doing it Probably. since he was a kid that's Probably. still doing it I right now know. they're always straight back yeah always straight back if it he's ain't broke never, he's never done an Allen Iverson complex cornrow yeah situation. no he's like. That's nope, it. Straight up. He's like, this is how I like it. Yeah. He's one of those, like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of I try to imagine him with a crew cut or oh. uh, like a Caesar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, I wonder what that looks like. I don't know if I like that. I don't know. I like what I see right now. Or or if he had his hair, like, completely out, like, like ben, ben Wallace style. Oh, okay, okay, Like, okay. you know? Yeah. And I wonder what it would look like. Yeah. Let let him furl for a minute. Can we see? Maybe the off season. Yeah. But he's this off season for him. What do you think is going to happen? Again, he said he hasn't bought a home in Toronto yet, even though people think that he has. Um, It's not done yet. Yeah. um, (laughs) There, there's a lot of Toronto that is willing to pay for all the things. Um, whether it be food, if Kawhi walks in, he eats for free kind of a situation mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to a guy who I think is willing to pay for like his home for the, for yeah. the remainder of his time in Toronto, as long right. as he signs with Toronto. I, you know what? Yeah. I know we we're going to go into off season talks soon. I, they're all right now is speculation. It, if they win, the if Toronto Raptors win, mm-hmm. I can see Kawhi leaving or staying like 
he's such a mystery to me. Like, I can't sure. even tell you. I'm like, yeah, he's definitely going to stay. No, I it, like he could leave. He could be like, yeah, I did. I was a one year lease. Mm-hmm. I got you your championship. I got my championship. Uh-huh. Thank you. Uh-huh. Toronto, you've been good. Uh-huh. I'm going to wherever, you know, yeah. pick pick city where NBA team is. <laughs> he goes there <laughs> like because that is just how he he's just a mystery to me. I just don't know. I think he's gonna leave. Okay. I think he is so. You and many many people I know. I think he is so. I think he's yeah. Without, like loyalty means everything to him, and at the same time it means nothing. Yeah. (laughs) He's kind of like. He's he's never. I don't feel like he feels kinship with any people except his family. Yeah. Like he only is about his family and anybody well, else. Think is about the life that he had. No, he lost I agree. he lost his dad tragically at sixteen and Yeah, for sure. And like that that should changes you. I think he has he doesn't trust anyone else. And so if even if you're a Toronto and you offer him the world. Right. He's like There's nothing like home and home is closer to San Diego. Yeah. And also I think that's such a, a healthy sort of semi-healthy perspective because all yeah, of this all of this stuff is temporary yeah this limelight that he's getting mm-hmm. the, it's literally 15 minutes right it's a 15 and he knows that so he i think he's incredibly grounded so if he leaves i'm just like i in a okay. way he's kind of like the nba's buddha yeah a little bit i can see that if you got zen. into a little zen if yeah. he did he tapped into a little bit of that Kawhi might come out on the other side a different man. He may just be the same man. completely quiet. Yeah, he might just, he just be like, why he, say words? Yeah, he just does things and that's it. What are words? Words. What is, what is life? Money, you're offering me a big contract. I can get, I don't. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, exactly. What do I do with all this money? Let's talk about some of the trade stuff that's happening. Kyrie to the Nets and not the Knicks. It's not trade. Well, not trade, but... Free agents, free yeah. agency stuff. Yeah. Sorry, this dude, um, yeah, that supposedly wants to go to the Nets, not the Knicks. I mean, we don't care because we'll. It's just a different train. Yeah, honestly, I'd rather go to a Nets game sure. than a Barclays Knicks game. Center is nice. Madison Square Garden is trash. Yeah, James Dolan use uh, use more money to actually fix the stadium, not just the facade oh, and like God. the entrance. Um, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I'll say it again. James Dolan, bad juju. Do you think? I I really think Kyrie's decision, supposed decision, saying Mm -hmm. he's going to go for the Nets, has everything to do with James Dolan. I yeah. I'm sorry. There are there are Hall of Famers that don't like James Dolan. Like which ones? Uh, the one that got kicked out. Charles Oakley. Yeah, Oakley. I mean, Oakley's also he he's a feisty, feisty, fiery dude. Yeah, but there's no reason for for him to have been kicked out of the Knicks, um, uh, Madison Square Garden when it happened. And someone recently mentioned in front of both of us, you know how Michael's like fuck them kids when it, when, he, when people were talking about his sneakers. Mm-hmm. James Dolan is fuck them fans. He is mm-hmm. banned fans <laughs> for telling <laughs> him like you suck at your job. Which again is like I don't like when people tell me that I suck at my job or sure. that like they're mad at me for something but i'm also kind of i'm not also like kick i'm gonna kick you out like he has way too much power and it's like msg is a huge conglomerate it's not just madison square garden it has radio city it has the beacon and a couple uh it has the chicago theater in uh chicago Mm -hmm. there's like a bunch of things that 
it's under. So James Dolan's over all of those things. Hmm. He has a lot of power. And a lot of responsibilities and not enough time to focus on this. Day. Right. Which is why, which is why he just needs to let it go. Let mm. it go. Let it go. I think Kyrie recognizes that there's some problematic things about the ownership of the Knicks and therefore said, I want to play in the New York metro area. Mm-hmm. The Nets. Seem promising. Well, promising, but they didn't have as much money on their salary cap. But they do but now. But then he whispered, I'm thinking about coming there. And the Nets traded away a slew of players mm-hmm. to clear space. Not just for him, but they well, have room for it too. Yeah. So now the question becomes, Kevin Durant, will he? All the rumors were he's going to go play with Kyrie in New York. You can still do that. Yeah, it's still that rumor is still potentially true but if he goes to the Nets. He better go to the Nets. If KD leaves Golden State to go play with the Knicks, I will again, unfortunately, be disappointed. If KD goes to the Nets with Kyrie? To the Knicks. To the Knicks. Right. Why without the Knicks? Kyrie. Okay. If because Kyrie, because the notion was he and Kyrie are gonna go play together. Right. But if Kyrie says, nah, I'm going to the Nets, mm-hmm. but KD still wants to go play for the Knicks, I will again question him. Do you, why would he choose that? I, I'm just saying, I would not choose that in the same way that I would not choose to go join a 73-9 and team. But <laughs> if someone decided that they wanted to go play in Madison Square Garden and then recruit a second player to come play with them, yeah. Uh, over playing with Kyrie in the Nets. I would, uh, it's the Nets who just made the playoffs. Yeah. And did fairly well. Yeah. Versus the Knicks, who've been a moribund franchise for a while. He might decide only to go to the Knicks because it's the worst option. Yeah. And he. You don't think could, it would redeem him? It would redeem him if he could pull that team from the ashes. But if Kyrie, the. Out the second in that equation says it's so problematic that I can't stand to be under this rain. Yeah. This house Knicks, then I think you should follow suit and join Kyrie on a better New York team that has the salary cap for both of you. And just overall better location. Better, better uniforms. Uniforms. Better it's arena. Brooklyn. It's hello Brooklyn. And it's just Jay Z rock and you know, label. And it's just like a lot of like it's easier to get there. I don't know. It's just... They probably serve like kombucha. Us, like, for us, that would be really convenient. I like the scene. Yeah. The Barclays Center is nice. There's a Target nearby, so if you, like, really needed to get into that, you could. I'm going to stop being vegan soon, and they got a Buffalo Wild Wings across from Oh, my from God. There. Can we, remember stopped. when we went that time? Yeah, that heat ate my face off. Uh, probably ate your butthole off first. Oh, you are not. <laughs> Say less. God. <laughs> Um, what else? Any other free agent stuff yeah, happening? Yeah, so they're talking about... All right, the other person in that equation of off-season stuff is Anthony Davis, right? Yep. Still talking about Anthony Davis. Oh, boy. When you see what a Kawhi Leonard can do on mm-hmm. a one-year rental, it makes you think, maybe we should trade everything for Anthony Davis for one year. Again... Is that smart? Everything. <laughs> Is that smart? Everything. Okay. Including the water boy. Oh, geez, Louise. Uh, but the water boy we, is so important. Hydration. Should <laughs> we get rid of these people? And so they, the, the, the word on the street is there's a four 
team, five team trade situation being worked out. Yeah. Who are the five teams? Well, one being the New Orleans Pelicans. The other four being the two New York teams and the two LA teams. Mm -hmm. Knicks, Nets, who we just mentioned, Lakers, Clippers. The wow. four, those four teams talking about. Let's move some things around. Picks, money, salaries, right? Uh, just players overall. Let's move some things around to get Anthony Davis. So potentially, Anthony Davis could go to any one of those four teams. We'll see. I think the Nets are wild enough to trade everything for someone like him because they've made terrible ideas and. Mm -hmm. uh, decisions in the past right i don't think the clippers are they have the assets to get him unless they give away a lot of other like draft picks and stuff yeah their players are good but they don't have the star power that yeah they can do. we know the pelicans don't like dealing with the lakers mm -hmm. so i don't know what would happen there the knicks i don't know what they would give them yeah like you, you already gave away porzingis yeah so i don't know what your other assets are I don't know. I would think it'd be the Nets, or it's or it's going to be um, draft picks. Yeah, a lot of draft picks. Yeah. But I, I don't see Jerry West giving away his whole future. The Knicks will give away draft picks. The Nets have done it before. I hope they learn from their mistake. Yeah. With the Celtics, where the Celtics owned them for like five years. Yeah. Uh, and then the Lakers again. <laughs> Just imagine them sitting at a table, and every time the Lakers start talking, I mean, well, there was, we, there, was shot. there was there was rumors where they were like, "Oh, they may trade LeBron." I'm just like, "Oh, that's stupid." Yeah, I but but I also understand why. I get why. I get why, but when you are no longer in control of your own organization because you just brought in, yeah, mm, yeah, for for in in the best sense possible, I'll call him a diva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I love him. Yeah, he's no, like we are my favorite. We, we both are fans. I'm. I'll tell you what he's probably thinking right now mm -hmm. as he watches these playoffs happen, mm -hmm. sitting on his couch, watching KD and Kawhi being discussed as the greatest players in the game, and no one questions it even a little bit. They just, as a foregone conclusion, say best player in the game. And thus, not even arguably, he has to be sitting there thinking, oh, I'm going to show all of you, remind oh, you who I am. Oh, he's he's in the gym right now, getting ripped. Oh, absolutely. Ready to assault everybody. He's, he's the king <laughs> is upset. And he's pissed. They are, yes, they are the greatest players right. who are playing currently. Right. He's like, y'all forgot. Yeah. I'm Space Jam 2. Yeah. Oh, by the way. C Jam 2. <laughs> Why do you have to hurt my my? Did you field? see that? What the latest Game of Zones? No, I haven't seen the latest Game oh, of Zones. Okay. But I heard that Clay Thompson was penned in for Space Jam Two. So that's a thing. I'm trying to, I'm trying to imagine. I, you and I both. <laughs> I'm trying I've to so, imagine I've who so, the monster looks like. I've. It looks like Snuffleupagus. Yeah. He literally looks like Snuffleupagus. What does his hair look like? Like yeah, Snuffle I'm a mixed dude. I mean, ahead, I'm not my, mad about it. My brother, go I'll ahead. Still Clay watch Thompson. It. I'll I, still watch it, and I think we should do a review of Space Jam 2, and I'll try to be... Uh -huh. Objective? You won't be. Uh, you can't. 
I don't know. I but he'll be it. a better actor for sure. You know what? For sure. Alexander. For sure. You have said some blasphemous things in this house before. What? <laughs> that Michael Jordan is a mm, great actor. To, I just need you to just put some respect in this on this house, and by by saying that. Yeah. What? Michael yes. is an okay actor. He's so <laughs> that's a. I didn't say great. I didn't say good. I didn't say exceptional. Bill Murray really carried that film. <laughs> and you know what? Bill Murray, Chicago's very young. <laughs> yeah, he did really good with that. Uh, I, you know, and speaking of Michael, today is the... Uh, flu, flu game. Flu game. Years. Yeah. Yeah, 22 years ago, Michael Jordan was out there with flu. Did you know that... Net, net. That, first of all, I look at that game. I remember that game like it was yesterday. Like 1998. I remember it so vividly. I remember mm-hmm. sitting with my dad watching that game being I do like, too. oh my God, he is so sick. He is so sick. Mom, oh my- is he going to die? My mom's a nurse. I'm like, is he going to die? You know? Mm-hmm. But we found out that like one of the trainers was saying that he, he ate a pizza at two in the morning or something yeah. like that. And like he got terrible food poisoning, which then event, I think mm-hmm. there was probably a, a, a mm-hmm. myriad of things that got him really sick. But. I often look at the flu game footage, mm-hmm. like oh. just just to just to be like, every time he went sat on the bench, mm-hmm. it was like he was like, oh my god, I can't do this anymore. And then the minute he got on the court, he was on. It was mm. it was like a light switch. It was, I don't understand. Yeah, he is he is unreal. And so I think of that. He has the flu. Mm-hmm. He had all the right to not go play. Mm-hmm. Like, he didn't have to play because sure. he was, like, that sick. Sure. Right? Played anyway. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm. I think of KD. Mm-hmm. He is injured. Mm-hmm. Right? And he was injured. But he's, like, for the game. That was game five, I believe. Because um, they were, I think yeah. they were down. No, they were down 3-2. Or, Yeah. Down 3-1. 3-1. No, or they were up 3-1. Oh, you're talking about the Bulls. Yeah, the Bulls. They were down because they three, won game six. No, they yeah they won game six to end it. Yeah, so they must have been tied two two. Uh uh-uh. uh. They were down three. They were they no. were up they were up three one. They were up three one. Right. No, because that would have won it then. Or they're two one. Two one. It was game four. I thought it was game five. Was it, were they two two? I think it was game five. So it must have been 2-2 two, two, or won, they were... Yeah, and then they won game six. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, regardless, um, I think of like, Michael's like, I know I'm going to go play. Everyone's saying like, no, you should rest. No, I'm going to go play. KD in the same in the same realm, I, th- I wonder. He's like, I know everyone says I'm good. I'm going to be good. Just shoot me up with all the steroids and things that, the like medical steroids. Psychobenzaprine. Yeah, just whatever things. Give me, give me the... Give me what I need, and he gave them eleven points. That's it. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, Clay Thompson in Space Jam. I want to. I asked this to the the group of folk watching the game yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and we talked about it briefly. If you had to start a team today, yes, say it with these players being in their prime, Shaq and Kobe or Clay and Steph, who are you taking? Shaq and Kobe, Steph and Clay. In today's NBA? Today's NBA. Steph and Clay. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, Shaq and Kobe, ridiculous. Yeah. Insanely good. 30 and 30. 
you're gonna get you're gonna get like mm, a total of 20 rebounds out of that yeah just purely on just size alone Shaq and Kobe are just insane taking Shaq and Kobe yeah I don't think there's a wrong answer. I don't think there I, is. I think... I think it's preference. I do. I think ticket sales. I think I would oh, go they're, with Oh, they're Shaq a more fun... Kobe. They're a more fun team. They're a fun duo to watch. Yeah. I would say more so than Clay and Steph. Not because of like... Clay and Steph are also very fun to watch, but... True. They just shoot. Okay, okay. Quite let's make bit. this interesting. Okay. Nah, this kills it. What? Uh, Michael and Scotty. Uh-huh. Well, no, Michael and Scotty, uh-huh. Clay and Steph, Shaq and Kobe. Michael and Scotty. It's mostly because of Michael. Yes. Yeah. yeah, shit. He's so good. Fuck. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> and I love Scotty. I'm so excited for my Scotty year next year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And my Kareem year and my, anyway, whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, for sure, Jordan and, and Scotty. Okay. Oh my god, I like this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like yeah. this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would too. I definitely would too. And also, Michael and Scotty. I, p- part of it is also for me nostalgia mm-hmm. and like wanting that time back in my life when things were simpler. Sure. I didn't have to pay bills. God, I don't know. Because I was talking about this with someone. Mm-hmm. I was like, we're Kobe and Shaq. If you did Kobe and Shaq two on two against Michael and Scotty. Two on two. Yeah. Definitely Kobe and Shaq take that game. You can put Scotty on Shaq? <laughs> nope. I, I keep on forgetting how large Shaq is. Mm-hmm. And Scotty is not small by any means. By Shaq metrics, he is. Yes, by Shaq metrics, mm-hmm. he's an ant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. and he is a foot, you know? Right. Like, um, yeah, and I think between those two. Oh. That's the most dominant duo I've ever seen. I don't know if I get. It's because Shaq's a, Shaq's big madness. Honestly, yeah. that's what it is. Because Kobe, like between Kobe and Michael, mm-hmm. I'm gonna pick Michael. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Between Shaq and Scotty, Scotty I'm gonna pick Shaq. Yeah. So and, and there's no disrespect for Kobe or or mm-hmm. or Scotty that I have because mm-hmm. they both are great players. So really. I don't know the answer. <laughs> Shaq was so dominant. We forgot how... He owned the paint. He They made rules because of him. Yeah, because he just destroys things. He was a real problem <laughs> for anyone. We, do you remember how much we hated the Lakers? Yes. I still loved watching them, though. I thought Kobe was so cute growing up. Well... Hair Kobe. You no, know, okay. So I asked this to some other people later, mm-hmm. uh, recently. Mm-hmm. Two young ladies, 23 and 24, mm-hmm. both from L.A., I said, is Kobe attractive? Or at any point during your life, have mm-hmm. you thought Kobe was attractive? Maybe when you, you were younger, he was younger. Pre-rape case? Yes, he was attractive. Uh, I think that soils it for everybody. But take that <laughs> out of it. Just look at him physically. He's handsome. I think so. He's handsome. A lot of people don't agree with that. I don't know why I had a thing for him. I mean, I know why I had a thing for him. But... That's he's specific. handsome. He he's speaks handsome. Italian. He's, oh, I know. Oh, any man who speaks another language, I'm like, yeah. Can, oh, as a romance language, <laughs> speaks Italian. And if he, anytime he like talks about his daughters, and they, and he like says little Italian, Natalia, and I'm just like, oh my god, Natalia. <laughs> Every time he says, that, I'm like, oh, dude, 
killing him. Yeah. So that's why I always thought Kobe was attractive, but a lot of people disagree with me. I mean, on I've that. seen more attractive people well, yeah, sure. than him. Sure. Present company included. Are you talking about yourself? Me. Okay, great. I'm more when you look in the mirror, you fall in love every time. Hell yeah. Have oh, you seen that's me, great. dude? That's really sweet. Come on. <laughs> that's just please. Pay yourself the compliment. Just, I don't, I don't we're talking about Kobe. <laughs> we're talking about most attractive people? Well, <laughs> every one second. <laughs> First of or all. worse. Do you know a person named Bryna? That's so she the shit. Anyway. I feel um, like Kanye's here. Uh, this oh, is, no. This is, what are we talking about Kobe for? <laughs> <laughs> Kanye, it's not about you right now. Oh, no. <laughs> you just compared me to Kanye. And I don't know how I feel about that. Takes a picture of his house. Does this look empty to you? It does, It actually. looks like a flipping museum, It's like dude. a hallway of broken like a mausoleum. Drinks. Jesus Christ. Anyway. This is a, but anyway, but I, I really, when I look at Stephen Clay, Mm-hmm. Uh, they are so. It just surprises me, but it doesn't surprise me that Clay is on the same level of stardom now as Scottie Pippen and Shaquille O'Neal. Like in his time, but he didn't make top three teams NBA this year, mm-hmm. so he felt disrespected. And a lot of people agree that Clay should have made it. But then I'm also thinking, who would we have taken off that list? Maybe Kemba. I think Kemba's the only one that we would have taken off the list. Actually, I was kind of surprised Kemba was on that list. Kemba Walker. Kemba's a bad boy. He just no. doesn't want anything. Yeah. That's I mean, a, that's, if that's the thing. But that's the thing. If that's the thing, then that's the thing. Yeah. Um, because I think of, like, a LeBron. Like, you can't blame the fact that Kemba has, like, no one to support him. LeBron made 13, right? Yes. Some wack-ass shit. Yeah. Like I mean. Some, wow. I don't know, man. Yeah, you put Paul George up in the... I mean, I'm not, I have a lot of respect for Paul George. Oh, my God. I really like Paul Is this George. happening right now? But if we're putting Paul George in oh the first goodness. team All-NBA... Why is LeBron not second? Oh my God! I take, I take, I take. Uh, this is I just I was I was a bit miffed. Um, yeah, it's not what my else? it's not my list. What else is happening? Um, and then the last thing I would say is let's let's just pay homage to someone we mentioned earlier in the cast. You brought them up, mm. and he is. Does it tie into a lot? Speaking of the Charlotte Hornets. And speaking of Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and the team that he owns, yes, one of his point guards is deciding to retire. Yes, a Sir Tony Parker. Monsieur. He... Who cheated after, on Eva Longoria. Well, you know... I'm just saying. If we're going to talk about NBA players cheating <laughs> on their spouses, Everyone this could does. be a long <laughs> podcast. I think that list is pretty long. It's as long and as the I, And I would argue that... We'll use the case of one Tristan Thompson. Mm, mm, mm. Not to go too far out. Known cheater confirmed. He is a good looking, smart, athletic, wealthy man in his sexual prime. You've got women throwing themselves at you at every arena you go to, hitting you up in your DMs. You can't go anywhere without someone trying to get on your jock. So, if I'm him, are you going to, as the proverbial saying goes, forsake all others for one person? Or are you going to look at all these DMs and think, well, I could do this now and I can't do it later? I'm sure they talked to the guys who were in the quote-unquote basketball fraternity right. who have since retired. Yeah. You know, and they all have their, their dad bodies now and their beer guts. And they've, you know, they did their time and, and Bill service. Bill Russell could to- still get it. 
It was duh, yeah, for <laughs> like, sure. Actually, Bill Russell could still get it. Absolutely. <laughs> he 100% could. This guy, all those rings. Uh, the ladies love the rings. <laughs> so all these guys have had their heyday, and then they're out of it, and they're like, now I'm a black man in America again. Uh, but when I was an athlete, I got free everything. So, yeah, if you're Tristan Thompson, you kind of have to say, yeah, I'm going to do this. But they also want to have their cake and eat it, too. They want a family. They want stability. They maybe want a kid. Um, so you got to, uh, these things we have to negotiate and yeah. work out. It's complicated, but I would say uh, Tony is no exception to that. And he speaks French. We just got, we talked about Kobe and his Italian. Yes. He is, Tony is fluent in French. It's his first language. Came into the San Antonio Spurs as a teenager. Yeah. Youngest player to start at point guard. Wild. <laughs> Did not know that. Yes. I knew he was young, but I didn't know he was I the youngest. I believe he's the youngest uh, finals MVP also. Oh. And he Definitely crushed. a future, future Hall of Famer. Yeah, I would say so. He crushed. Like, Tony Parker. Hi. Hi. I know, I'm yawning. Oh, damn. Hello. It is late for Hello, us. Hello, 10.30 p.m. It is and def- now it's 11 it is p.m. It's definitely 11 okay. p.m. Okay, well, anyway, all that being said, I consider making Tony Parker my dope person this week because as a fellow mixed brother... He is mixed. I gotta, I gotta, you know, put it out there for him. But I thought he deserved his own segment because he he gave so much to the game and to the San Antonio Spurs for the better part of his career. Yeah. I was... A part of me is like, oh, he should just stayed. Well, but you know, especially if he was going to be gone after a year, you know, like. Yeah. But hindsight's twenty twenty. I he guess. thought he was going to play twenty seasons. Yeah, is what the interview said. But he goes, oh yeah. Then when I got to <laughs> such a backhanded comment, when I got to Charlotte, that's when I really started appreciating San Antonio, and I decided if I wasn't going to be playing for anything, I didn't want to play anymore. Yeah, it's like. Sometimes you, sometimes, what a lesson about like appreciating what you have, Mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, there are times, you know, you don't like something about a person that you're with or a job that you have. Mm -hmm. Um, So wait, and if it's like toxic and you need to get out, get out. But like, if it's, you know, sometimes you just don't appreciate what you have until it's gone. Yeah. So he was saying he was playing tennis with Manu and uh, Tim the other day. (laughs) I was thinking, who's the fourth? Matt Bonner? I wonder. How'd you make that <laughs> Maybe it was even? Pop. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> Can you imagine Pop playing tennis with them? <laughs> no. Uh, I'm thinking maybe, uh, who is the other one they retired in the rafters who probably wants to be in the, the quadrumvirate? Bruce Bowen. Oh. <laughs> Bruce Bowen's like, I'm a Hall of Famer, guys. Mm, you're a Spurs Hall of Famer. Yeah. D- Sit down, sir. <laughs> Assistant to the regional manager. <laughs> um, but Bruce Bowen was a, a great defender, great cat. Yep. But anyway, hats off to Tony Parker, and um, good luck with the career after basketball. I know. Wild. Thanks for your service. All right. It is time to talk about some dope people, huh? Because I yeah. think that's everything. Let's do it. All right, folks. We'll see you in a sec. All right, it is time to talk about our final segment, which is our Dope People of the Week. This is where we talk about someone who is doing something great, uh, whether it be in their field of work or interests that they have, or just they themselves are just cool or whatever. It's kind of all together. We just pick people that are cool. Is it my turn first? Yeah. Okay. All right, so 
me, I am going to be naming Navbatia as my dope person of the week. He is known, I call him Turban Uncle, um, because that's... Cause I'm sure you can do that. I can do that. You cannot. Um, or I can just call him Nav Uncle. Uh, Nav is a, a Raptor super fan <laughs> whose net worth is... Uh, pretty cool i think like who's he has some pretty cool facts that i wanted to share he is a sikh canadian indian canadian um and he is 67 years old um and he has been to every he has never been late never left a game early for 960 regular season games and 50 playoff games according to usa today of the home games of the raptors that is a lot of games um, his course size seat is worth over $7,000, according to StubHub. So he spends, he's able to accumulate his $50 million uh, of net worth to afford such a lifestyle. Do you think that's something he could do? And here's how, here's how he does it. He owns one of the top selling Hyundai dealerships in Canada, in Canada. Um, he spends nearly $300,000 Canadian dollars each year to spend, send mostly brown immigrant children to Raptor games, which is super cool. He, um, he's talked about his life story about the difficulty of being Sikh, um, on the big story podcast. If you're interested in learning more about like him identifying as an Indian Sikh Canadian and just, you know, being who he is, Uh, by the way, he's 67 and looks flipping amazing. He does. Because that brown don't frown. Um, that Asian don't raisin. Um, he apparently bought, uh, brought Hollywood to Canada, uh, Bollywood to Canada and has appeared on a film. Um, I don't know which one specifically. It's called a Bollywood Day Game. I don't know. It was cool. Um, he also sells merchandise of himself to raise money for his nonprofit foundation um, called the Super Nav Bhatia Group, the Kick Media f- Group, I guess. Um, and so that's for the super fan underscore nav um and again he hasn't missed a game in 23 years so this man immigrated to canada decided i'm going to start a dealership and it's going to be the best in can in canada and i'm going to never miss a home game of the raptors and while i'm doing this and getting he's been he has obviously gotten notoriety in canada and even now more so on the national international stage since the Raptors have gone to the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is, you know, I'm sure his his notoriety has increased even further. Um, so not only does he just go to the games, he also gives back to his community. And um, everybody knows him. Like, ever, all the players know him. All the coaches know him. He is part of the fam. So, Nav, uncle, thank you for doing what you do. I appreciate you. And I literally look for him at every Raptors game that I see. I, I look for Nav, uncle. Celebrity. He's and a celeb. And a dang good one, it sounds like. Yeah, and man, a good guy. Man, that he was doing more dope stuff than I was ready for. Mm-hmm. I was sitting here very overwhelmed by mm-hmm. that. I felt like Kawhi against a double team. I was like, this is too much. Yeah. this is That was great. That was... Mm. Mm-hmm. So... And he is verified on Twitter, just so you know. Just saying. What does it mean to be verified on Twitter? It means you're famous. Like you are who you, you say you are. You you, you show like certain, your ID. And you have a certain number of followers. You know. You get that little check. Yeah, you get that blue check. Okay, okay, okay. Um, well, my person, I don't know if they're verified on Twitter, but they are. They are confirmed. This just in. <laughs> my dope person, 
is verified on Twitter. Miss Swin Cash. Swin Cash. You, I met her. We've met her. You might remember her. But if you're listening to this, you're like, why does that sound familiar? Because she's WNBA royalty. Sure is. She's greatness. She is. I don't know if she's a Hall of Famer yet, but she should be. I think she only retired not, Re- yeah, not, not that, that long, long ago. ago. She still has you need a couple five years. years. Yeah. Because she's only 39 now. Yeah. So, it, yeah. so she's got some time. Anyway, I don't want to give away too much too early. Um, she got hired. Former uh, UConn and WNBA star Swin Cash got hired to the front office uh, this past Monday to the New Orleans Pelicans. She will be the new vice president of basketball operations and team development. Mm-mm. Mm. Working under uh, David Griffin, right? Like, they're actually yeah. friends because they worked on, uh, they did some analyst work together this past season and so they were doing some telecommentating together um but david griffin got hired over in new orleans and he was like i need a vp of basketball operations who i know knows their stuff swin cash ladies and gentlemen to the rescue um she will come alongside them uh this year to help develop some of their young players work with them on and off the court to support their maturation their growth Mm -hmm. their success um, she's 39. She played 15 seasons in the WNBA and made four all-star teams. She was a member of the 2000 and 2002 national championship teams at UConn. I remember those. Yes. And won three WNBA chips. Three. Count them. In 2017, uh, she was with the New York Liberty named as the director of franchise development. Yep. So she has some experience in, in office. front office. Yeah, yeah. front office. Um, I looked at her stats from when she was a player. I remember because uh, 2002 was her rookie season and that was the second or third year of the Lakers dynasty. Ooh. And I was like I'm paying attention hardcore to the WNBA too. Uh-huh. And so Swing Cash came in 2002. She played for Detroit the first, looks like six or seven years of her career. Then she went to Seattle mm-hmm. to play for the Storm. Mm. And then the Chicago Sky. I remember when she, she was in Chicago Sky. She went to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up with the New York Liberty for the yep. last three years. Yep. So um, her stats, career average tw- 10.7 points per game. Nice. Uh, 3.6 rebounds and 5.3 assists, which are good numbers. Yeah. She is lovely. I've met her in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brought her in for an event um, at where I work, where we work. Mm-hmm. And she was super lovely to work with, super kind and incredibly inspirational. Um, made me think that I should quit everything and yeah. like work, yeah, work for the NBA or I the mean, WNBA. More, I appreciated the, the NBA and management at the team level is opening more doors for women and women of color. Yeah. To And have a swim a cash is no no like chump. Like she knows what she's talking about. For sure. So yeah. I am into it. Oh. Um, so that's our cast. Nice, short, and quick. Um, make sure you are following us on all of our social media platforms at Dabble and Dribblin and that you are subscribed to us on whatever you listen to podcasts, whether it be SoundCloud, Stitcher, or Apple Podcasts. Alexander, do you have anything else to add for the good of the order? Uh, watch the latest episode of Game of Zones. The ending is really, really nice. Uh, and the next time we do this, guys, uh-huh. it may be too late for, like, the, the, the jig may be up. Well, it will so be up. Ne- It'll be next Monday. It, it'll be done. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because even if they do it, two it more might games. be like soon. I mean, it might happen in two days, and or it might you be. might not hear from us for like seven days. <laughs> so like, it, it's gonna be a thing, guys. We're gonna have our feelings. Yeah. So just give it. We'll have some time to digest on this, but just know like it'll happen. We'll cover it next Monday, regardless. Um, but watch the game of zones. Enjoy the end of the season. This is it. Like the countdown is happening, and then and it's, and then, then it's we're nothing. And then we're on every other week because yeah, in the summertime. Yeah, because it's summertime. summertime for off season free agency. That yeah. sort of stuff. We'll the do draft. some emergency casts if we need to. Yeah, but but really after this, it's just baseball, y'all. Yeah, and for some of us, it's not the same. It just isn't. It's not the same. I follow I enjoy it. it. I follow it from a distance. Wait, did your did your slow. Blues win? They're not done yet. Oh, they're still going? Game seven. Oh, boy. Game seven. Wait, 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 wait. So, I hope the St. Louis Blues pull it out. It will be the first time my home team has won in 50 years. Yeah. And we lost our Rams this year. Yeah. So, it has to be... It's always Boston. I know. When we lost... The Cardinals lost when I was a kid. It was to the Boston Red Sox. I remember. When the Rams lose, it's to the... Patriots, and when we play in the Stanley Cup Finals, of course the Bruins are the opposition. Boston, oh what's the deal? You got something to say? They, you got a problem with St. Louis? They're probably going to say something racist. So let's. So upset. <laughs> all right, I'm done. That's all I have. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Be dope, and we'll catch you later. See you.